Support for today's episode comes from UV, a complete care system for sex toys. UV is a UVC sanitizer that kills over 99.9% of germs on your sex toys in 10 minutes or less. As a Boonie Breakdown listener, you can receive 20% off your purchase using the code Boonie. Visit uvclean.com to get yours today. The link can be found in the show notes or on the booniebreakdown.com. Hey guys, it's your girl Boonie, and you're listening to the episode 46 of the Boonie Breakdown podcast. The podcast where we sometimes cry, we always laugh, we might get a bit ratchet, but we're forever going to break it down. I cannot wait for you guys to dive into this interview on this episode with Jack Jones. And just how fucking cool is that name, Jack, spelled J-A-C-Q. But first, I want to say happy birthday to Jack. Her birthday is today if you're listening on Monday, February 12th. So when you go follow her on social media, just shoot a little message that said, hey, happy birthday. (laughs) Jack is a sex educator and the owner of Sugar, an award-winning sex-positive sex toy store in Baltimore, Maryland. And sex toys are an important part of your sex life, guys. And Jack gives some awesome tips. In the interview, we discussed, you know, the top three sex toys on the market. And Jack even gives some good tips for using Bluetooth-enabled sex toys, right? (laughs) I know technology has come so far. All right. And now it's time for Boonie's Pick of the Week. And I'm going to take it back. I've had a renewed love and interest in Pinterest. And I feel like sometimes it is the forgotten social media. We get so caught up in Instagram and uh, Snapchat, which fuck that new update. But Pinterest is just so great. You get so many ideas for recipes and nails and home decor. Like, how can you go wrong and how can you not love Pinterest? So I will put a link to my Pinterest boards. If you follow me, I'll follow back because I love seeing what other people do. And I don't think I think I only have one secret board, but all the rest of my boards are open. So I would be curious to see what you guys are pinning because you find some really good ideas for DIY arts and crafts things like I have. I think my DIY board is so hilarious because it's kind of like my hopes and dreams list that if I ever got the time to do these things, I totally would. But right now I just rather pay for (laughs) pay for some of it. So I'm going to put my link in the show notes to my Pinterest account, which is just the Boonie Breakdown. Um, But I I would love to follow some more people in there and get like a fresh uh, breath of life into that app because I feel like it's gotten so forgotten. And a lot of the stuff that that shows up on my feed is stuff that I was into a long time ago. And I kind of want to update it some. So yeah, follow me and I will follow you back on Pinterest. So now it's time for some housekeeping stuff. Guys, <laughs> you guys are so great. Um, I've been, I think I've responded to almost every single uh, Insta Snap reference for the episode with Brian last week. Um, all of the shares, the tweets, I laughed at people making the connection that Brian is a Q. Yes, it all makes sense once you know that, right? <laughs> So every tweet, all the messages, they're funny. I love them. Keep them coming. So also, um, you can leave a review if you listen on Apple Podcasts. And if you listen on other podcast apps, you can feel free to leave a review for the podcast on the Facebook page. I would love to hear your feedbacks and your ratings. You guys know you can follow us on 
uh, Twitter at Boonie Breakdown, on Facebook, The Boonie Breakdown, and on Instagram, The Boonie Breakdown. And I just had a giveaway this week. So congrats to Caramel Cutie, who was the winner of the Valentine's Day uh, giveaway, which was sponsored by Robbie's Happy Place. So you can follow them and it's tagged all on Instagram. So I'm telling you guys, I keep I'm trying to tell you, you listen to the podcast, you're getting a heads up. I have a really good giveaway coming up at the end of the month too. So you want to follow me on Instagram to get the details on that. When you're sharing this episode, use the hashtag the Mooney Breakdown and the hashtag pod in P-O-D-I-N. That is it from you guys. Let's get ready to break it down. All right, guys, welcome to the Boonie Breakdown. Uh, This week, my guest is Jack Jones, who is a sex educator and the owner of a really cool and hip sex positive uh, adult toy boutique here in Baltimore called Sugar. So I want to welcome her to the podcast. Hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, thank you for coming on. I've been excited to dive into this with you. (laughs) Yay. And I'm just curious, because this is like my first question, like, how did you get to the point where you're owning a sex toy shop? Like, how did you evolve there? Yeah, that's a really good question. (laughs) And oddly, it was a super organic process, Um, starting in high school, quite honestly. Um, I did a senior project in high school on um, how the availability of birth control methods has affected the evolution of women's roles in society. Mm. And then I sort of took that into college and then did advocacy work around making condoms available in my Lutheran college and then (laughs) went on and worked for Planned Parenthood and sort of got to a point where I was a little burned out. Like working in public health is is really hard. And sure. one of the things yeah, exactly. And one of the things that's hard about it is that when you're working in public health, you tend to come at things from a disease-based perspective. Mm-hmm. And so you're frequently working with folks and you're like, hi, you have this disease. So let's talk about how that happened and let's talk about who you need to tell and let's talk about how this doesn't happen in the future. And so you're you're always coming at things from like, don't do this so this bad thing doesn't happen, right? You're, you're right. Like that's how I learned. I think that might have been like my first encounter with Planned Parenthood in high school was like, here are these pictures of disease genitalia and <laughs> if you don't practice, yeah, if you don't practice safe yeah. sex, this will be you. <laughs> exactly. And there's not any room really to talk about, about pleasure. And the truth is the, the main reason and really the best reason, well, the two best reasons to have sex are pleasure Mm-hmm. And then also, obviously, uh, depending on the kind of sex you're having, procreation might be a good thing. Uh, however, one of the things we know about how adults learn and what interventions are most effective in getting behavior change is if you offer somebody something positive mm-hmm. to do rather than telling them to not do something. And so, for example, more people quit smoking because 
they want to feel better than because they don't want to get cancer later. Yeah, yeah. Right? You want you want the immediate reward and you want something that keeps rewarding you. So if we're talking about sex and we're talking about from a public health perspective and we want to encourage people to make decisions that are healthy for them, it's probably smarter to frame them yeah, in a way that's like, well, do this and it's going to feel really awesome and good. And guess what? You're not going to get HIV. And <laughs> so, like, and so I realized that what I really wanted to do was to be able to talk about things from a more pleasure-based perspective and still do the kind of education that I'm really passionate about. Yes. I, yeah, I'm going to no, say, like, I think you've succeeded because, you know, I know at Sugar, you guys offer workshops and I took a few, a few years back and it's so funny because people kind of think they know everything they need to know about sex. <laughs> right. And so like, I enjoyed the classes because it was like, every time I went, I learned something new. And it was, again, not that like you're saying the negative connotation with it. It was like, if you do this, it's going to feel really good. And you guys always still stress, like, be safe. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and I was that person once who thought I knew everything there was to know about sex. And I was so wrong. And I <laughs> still don't know everything there is to know about sex. And that is one of my favorite parts of my job. Like I am constantly learning things. And every time I teach, I learn something from some of the folks in the class. Somebody will be like, oh, I do this thing. Or somebody told me about this thing. And I'm like, really? That's awesome. That's really cool. Because I'm like, I feel like people get into this routine like, okay, if I start kissing and then I do this and I, I pinch her nipples and I go down, like it's like such checklist, like, okay, this is how you have good sex. And that's not always it. Or one thing that works for someone, it might not work for someone else. For sure. And you know what? That's like a totally human thing to do, right? Like mm-hmm. we're really good at routine as as humans. (laughs) And it's something that ends up feeling really safe. And that's one of the ways that we can get tripped up too, especially in a long-term relationship. So say you've been with somebody for 20 years, right? And you know that like you kiss them here and you tweak their nipple there and then you lick them there and everything's good. Well, bodies change. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so then all of a sudden one day that thing that has worked for the past however long, all of a sudden doesn't work. And it's not because anybody's doing anything wrong, but it's because bodies change and need different stimulation. And then sometimes people get scared and they think that something in their relationship is broken because that pattern that has worked for years is no longer clicking. Yeah. So, so do you teach all of the workshops yourself at Sugar? Oh God, no. (laughs) Like I said, I don't know everything. Um, and so I teach some of the my favorite workshops to teach are pussy licking and G-spotting and menopause. Those are my three favorites. Are- and so, and I teach those on a regular basis. And then we have other folks in to teach. Um, we have other folks in to teach blowjob classes. I can teach blowjob classes. Mm-hmm. However, um, I and I was with a man for many, many years, but I am a lesbian and so I'm a little out of practice <laughs> on um, sucking live cock. Uh, but I, you know, if you want to know how to go down on a dildo, I am your girl. You can do that. <laughs> right? Exactly. Which is frankly a little harder. They're stiffer. Uh, <laughs> so, like, so how do you get people to like 
know that they need to take your course. Or like if someone's listening and it's like, you know, I am that person. I've been with this person for 10 years and I would love to attend this workshop. Like how would you suggest they get a partner excited about coming? Well, I think it depends on the workshop. And especially if there's something that you've been wanting to do and or that your partner's been wanting to do, a really good way is to like give them a gift of saying, hey, I'm going to go to the pussy looking workshop because I want to do a better job of looking your pussy. And I got you a, cl- a ticket to the BJ workshop. And because you know, whatever, like, do you see what I'm saying? Like doing, no, I like that. Like, well, I'm taking one too. So it's not like you're telling the person like, oh my God, you suck. (laughs) Right. You need to go take this class right now. Or even like, if there's something that I always say, if there's something that you like to receive, learning more about it is always better because the more you know about how to give that, the better you are able to describe to your partner what you want from them. Hmm. So, no. So, for example, if there's something that you like, you can ask your partner to come with you to that workshop. So then you're both there, and it doesn't have to be like a go learn this because you're bad at it, right? <laughs> like pronto. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's because I think the first class I took this was like years ago now. Actually, that I think about it, but I think it was one of the blowjob classes. Uh-huh. And um, I was like, okay, I'm kind of curious. Like, let's see what they're going to teach in there. And I thought some of the stuff was really, really good. Like, it was even tech, not technique, is that the word I want to say? Maybe techniques or tips where you're kind of like, oh, I never thought to do that. So maybe I should. Because I think I remember one of the things, she, <laughs> and I can't remember who the instructor was because this was years ago. But I remember her saying, like, you should, like, you know, I am in a heterosexual relationship so it's like mm-hmm. beat a flaccid penis like on his leg or on your face like <laughs> <laughs> and I always remembered that because I'm like what and I remember her like demonstrating it with like a flaccid <laughs> like a flaccid model and she's like beating herself in the face and I'm like huh but I bet you that's probably when I thought of it, I'm like I bet you that's pretty visually pleasing to your partner Right. <laughs> so it's little stuff like that that I think people could take away that you just wouldn't even think about. Absolutely. And the thing is, it's just like hearing somebody else talk about it is is fun. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. And it uh, even if it like will spark things in your mind to sort of get you out of the the pattern that you're in and yeah. to to try something new. And sometimes you try something new and it sucks and that's fine, right? Like it's fine. And sometimes, right. And sometimes you try something new and it's awesome and that's great. It's just, it, and honestly, quite honestly, if you're not trying something, if you're not occasionally doing something that's lousy, you're not trying enough things. <laughs> I like it. Try more, try more. Um, right, exactly. Sometimes you're going to fail. It's fine. <laughs> and so in your role of owning sugar, what is like the like one thing people would never guess that you encounter or that you do as a, a sex shop owner? And I say that with air quotes. That- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think people think my job is a lot sexier than it actually is. 
Um, I spend time like, like, I'll just tell you my day today. Like I sat down, I, uh, I paid some bills. I looked at the numbers from last year. I ordered some things. Um, we talked about some educational programs that we're working on in the future. You know what I mean? Like, so a lot of, a lot of that kind of stuff. I mean, it's managing a business, which is, you know, Excel spreadsheets and (laughs) IRS and, you know, all of that fun stuff. Uh, And then it's also being able to uh, talk to people and, and also being able to try to build a business that's healthy for our customers and healthy for our employees. We finally got to a point this year where we're able to offer our full-time employees health insurance. And I am so fucking thrilled. Yeah, that's awesome. That it, that we're able to do that and we're always trying to work on trying to make sure that we are increasing our folks wages as much as we can and in ways that are healthy and sustainable. And then the other thing that I think some of these people don't realize is that the number of people who walk into our store and give us the gift of sharing with us things that they haven't told their doctor that they oh. haven't told their spouse. And we're able to provide them with the tools and the information to take that next step in their own sexual expression and, and embracing their own sexual identity. And that is such a gift wow. from our customers. And it's so powerful to be able to be there and support somebody as they're as they're sharing those things and to be able to give them some information that's helpful. Cool. Yeah. I mean, you do think you're like, Oh my God, even though like you're running a business that it has to be way cooler than running a stationary store. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think it might be, although I do love stationary. Yeah. Stationary <laughs> is really cool. So, but it's just like you would think, like, I guess the, yeah. uh, the anecdotes and the stories from the customers are probably what sets it apart. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, and honest, and you know, the number, the people who will like call us later and be like, thank you. Like that thing really helped my marriage or, you know, I've had people come in and like walk up to me and be like, can I hug you? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's cool like, though. You've yeah. And, uh, please ask marriages. first. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like that, that's awesome. And then the, the downsides are we do get a lot of prank phone calls. Oh, like, okay. What's your favorite one? (laughs) My favorite one are the people that call like the kids. They'll call and they'll be like, do you sell dildos? (laughs) And I'm like, like, I do. That's hilarious. (laughs) Um, And then the worst one is if people do that and they're like, do you sell condoms? I'm like, yeah, so does Walgreens. (laughs) <laughs> stop calling me <laughs> right? my favorite was though the time somebody had some kid had like called like like a number of times and um and we had like told them to stop calling and they stopped calling and this was all like within a couple hours and then the phone rings again and it's that phone number and um, I was like, I'm answering it this time. So I pick it up. I'm like, hello. And I hear this little voice on the end of the phone and it's this kid and they're crying. They're like, apparently their parent had 
noticed on the caller ID. <laughs> <laughs> And the kid was being forced to call and apologize. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so embarrassing, but so great. <laughs> it was so great. And they were like, I'm sorry, prank calling is wrong. I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> That's and thank you funny. for saying you're sorry. That's pretty funny. <laughs> it was awesome. Like, I'm sorry, I keep calling you. So since we mentioned dildos like four times in the last minute, <laughs> yeah. I kind of wanted to get into, I'm going to consider you an expert because, okay, I mean, for all intents purposes on this conversation, what are, would you say are your top three sex toys that's like sell the best in your store? Oh, that's easy. Uh, the rechargeable magic wand. Uh-huh. is usually number one. Then also usually in the top five is the uh, the jock spare parts harness mm. and the WeVibe sink. I think I've heard about this. Is that similar to like the womanizer? No. No. Uh, although the satisfier is what you're thinking of that's similar that's to the like, womanizer. Okay. That's usually in the top 10. Uh, the the WeVibe Sync is the best-selling toy for couples in the world. And mm. what it does is, well, only for couples in which there's a vagina, uh, okay. is it clips on. And so one part is on the clitoris and the other part is in the vagina and both sides vibrate (gasps) at the same time and it's designed to be worn during vaginal intercourse i kind of feel like i need this right (laughs) it's it's pretty great and the and the cool part thing about WeVibe, it's also smart um in terms of development of the company they come out with a new version of their core product uh, every couple years, and it's always a useful upgrade. And so, for what they did with this one, is it's actually adjustable because surprise, bodies aren't all the same. Mm. And so, it you can adjust it to make sure that it actually fits your body. And then, because it's so adjustable, then you can use it in multiple other ways, like for nipple vibration, for jacking off a penis. You can even adjust it in such a way that you can use it as a butt plug if you wanted to. Right. And it comes with an app. Uh, I will say two things about any Bluetooth connected sex toy. They are not as evolved as we want them to be yet. Hmm. Most of them, the app works better with, uh, with iPhones than with Androids. (laughs) And um, as long as your iPhone battery isn't killing you. And <laughs> then the other thing that works is when people are thicker, it getting through thicker tissue, the Bluetooth connection sometimes doesn't work as well. Oh. In which case, if you've got bigger boobs or you got a nice big belly, you need to hold the phone down like <laughs> at your hips. <laughs> uh, for the Bluetooth connection to work. 
but like, that sorry, might be babe, worth I need it. to move my phone a little closer. <laughs> right. Well, the way that might be worth it is because your partner on some of these apps can log into the app with your permission from anywhere in the world, right? I'm listening. So, so you could be in Baltimore, your partner could be in Afghanistan, and as long as they have Wi-Fi, they can log into the app. You can sext through the app. You can send pictures through the app. So especially if somebody wants to like do those kinds of things, but they don't want to be able to do it on like the network at work or whatever, yeah. as long as they have Wi-Fi, um, they can communicate through that there and control the vibrator through the app. Oh my God. I wish you guys could see my face because I am like, <laughs> Lord, that's amazing. Right? That's pretty cool. So this is the Wii vibe. <laughs> yes. And they have a couple versions. The like the Mac Daddy Fancy Pants version right now is called the Sync. And that's the one that's strongest and has a motor in both sides and has app connectivity. There's two other versions that are like more stripped down. And like there's a new version that's coming out that um, has all of that, but not the app. And then there's another one that has just no app and only one motor. Uh, but then they all vary in price from like 99 to $200. So, you know, like it might be totally worth it to have the no app one motor version because there's a big difference between 99 and $200. This episode of the Boonie Breakdown podcast is sponsored by UV, delivering the world's cleanest orgasm. That's right, the world's cleanest orgasm. The UV is a complete care system for sex toys. It's a UVC sanitizer that kills over 99.9% of the germs on your sex toys in 10 minutes or less. And when it comes to your sex toys, there are three things that always matter. Keeping them clean, keeping them charged, keeping them stored out of sight. And this system designed by a mother and daughter team does it all. This is the most effective sanitizing method for your sex toys, guys. And it's three to five times more effective than your normal sex toy cleansers. The UV is a beautifully designed discreet storage tool, and it even has a lock for privacy. So no more putting your toys in the dishwasher, guys. It also can be used on anything, including cell phones and other small electronics. It's available in two models, the larger HomePlay and the portable GoPlay. And as a dope Boonie Breakdown listener, you can receive 20% off your purchase by using the code Boonie. That's right, 20% off. So what are you waiting on? Visit uvclean.com or head to the show notes and click the link there to purchase your UV today. Offer expires February 28th, 2018. So don't miss out on your clean orgasm. Because I've noticed too, because um, I believe the womanizer was pretty pricey when I looked that it's up as well. Super pricey. Yeah. It's super pricey. And you know what? Quite honestly, the there's another. So, what the womanizer does is it uses air pulsing flow to create the sensation on the clitoris. Uh, when we've tested the womanizer, part of the way the womanizer works in order for it to really work well, it's got to be like right on top of the clit and you cannot move that. So if you get distracted, it's not useful. There's another toy that uses similar kind of thing, which is called the satisfier. It is, it's a little bit, in my opinion, stronger and you don't, it doesn't have to be quite as perfectly located to be useful and it's cheaper 
and they just came out with a battery operated version that is even cheaper. Oh, that's <laughs> cool. Because I, I right? you just mentioned to the rechargeable um, magic wand. And yeah. Um, yeah, I think I probably really need to update because <laughs> I'm still using right? the plug in the wall. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with the plug in the wall. And that thing will last forever. forever. I mean, like, right? Anytime you get anything rechargeable, it is not going to last as long as something that plugs. Like just bottom line. Gotcha. Because over time, a rechargeable battery will stop charging. Yeah. Is the is the Mystic One comparable? Because I've hear, heard a lot no. about that now. No. I mean, the Mystic Wand is is a nice rechargeable wand. Wait, the, well, there's a Mystic Wand rechargeable, and then there's a Mystic Wand that's battery-operated. Uh, both of them are nice, and, I mean, they're great wands, but they're not anywhere close to the um, intensity of a Magic Wand. Gotcha. I feel like that's still like the Cadillac. <laughs> it is. It is quite amazing. It totally is. And you guys have heard me on the podcast talk about it before. So if you still have not gotten one, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's multi-purpose. You can use it on your back. Yeah, like my shoulder was hurting the other day. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, for real. Actually, what no, it's for. Will- so. Right? You'll walk in the store and find us standing over by like the rechargeable table with like various vibrators on our back. We <laughs> once even got in this vibrator that I was like, I don't know, because it heats. And I'm like a worst case scenario person. So I'm like, <laughs> what if it overheats? Oh, um, <laughs> that would not be pleasant. Right? Um, so anyway, we had gotten this one. We did end up picking up one that heats because the manufacturer managed to convince me that that was highly unlikely. Uh, (laughs) However, there was another one that we had tested that was stupid, but one of my coworkers, her neck was, she was going through a time where her neck was like really acting up and she just, she was like, I'm taking this. Cause like we had turned it on and played, we like almost every toy in the store, one of us has touched uh, (laughs) before we, decided to bring it in to sell it to our customers quality control right there right exactly and in most cases some of us have like tested it like uh, for its an intended use but sometimes if it's like you know very similar to something else like we don't necessarily always do that we'll just run it through our, our its paces in our hands so this one we had like run through our paces in our hands and we were like nope and <laughs> And, and then Keish was like, I'm taking that one and used it on her neck for until it broke. That's funny. So what would be like the most expensive sex toy you've seen on the market? On the market is pr- the most expensive sex toy on the market. Okay. So the most expensive sex toy that's like a not gold plated or something mm-hmm. weird like that uh is probably the Sibian. And the Sibian is it's um it sits on the floor. It's uh, a little bit smaller than a horse saddle. Mm. And then it has different attachments that are meant to penetrate that go on it. And then it's 
operated, it plugs in, and then it's operated by a controller. Usually the person who's using the Sibian is not the person who's controlling it. And they, last I checked, were like around 1,005-ish. Wow. Uh, But what, and they don't wholesale. They only sell direct. And the way that most Sibians are purchased are either by somebody who, you know, has a lot of sex parties or whatever, or sometimes people will purchase them and then run a business renting it out because you can clean it right Mm -hmm. in between uses. And so then, but the cool part about that job is then they rent it out and then they go with and to run it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. They just spend all day watching people use it hop on and off the Sibian. Yeah. And it's like, it's, you think the magic wand is strong? Mm. Nah. <laughs> it's like, wow. It's another level. That's going to be like the new, um, you know, the sip and paint parties. <laughs> <laughs> sip and ride. <laughs> exactly. That's cool. That sounds fun. <laughs> so since we're still in the sex toys, um, for people who are trying to like introduce sex toys into their sexual relationships with their partners, what would you say is like a good way so they can make it like less intimidating? Because I know especially in some heterosexual uh sexual relationships, you know, men might get a bit freaked out, like, you know why do you want this vibrator here? Like I'm here. (laughs) Sure. So first of all, I want to speak to the, to the, to the men who are concerned about that. So one of the things, one of the analogies that I, I tend to use is if people are familiar with power tools, I'll often ask, like, would you use a hacksaw to cut through a three foot wide sheet of plywood? Or a table saw, right? (laughs) A hacksaw is going to do it, but it's going to take you literally all day. And a table saw is going to do it efficiently. And the truth is, that's what a vibrator is. A vibrator is a tool. Mm. What it's going to do is it's going to be able to provide a higher intensity of stimulation to the nerve endings on and around the clitoris than a tongue or a finger possibly ever could. Mm-hmm. It's not that somebody's doing it wrong. It's just that some clitorises need more a higher level of intensity. 70% of folks with clitorises are not going to have an orgasm from vaginal penetration alone, no matter how magic your dick is. You hear this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not, it's not about doing it right or wrong. It's just that People with clitorises need clitoral stimulation in most cases in order to have an orgasm, which makes sense if you think about it, because most of the time people with penises need penis stimulation Mm -hmm. in order to have an orgasm, right? Now there's other ways to do it, right? But that's the majority of the way it works. So Adding in a vibrator, in some cases, may be what you got to do in order for your person to get off. And 
again, doesn't mean anybody's broken, doesn't mean anybody's doing it wrong, means that's what that person's body needs. And if you want to make them happy, if you want to watch her eyes roll into the back <laughs> of her head and scream your name, then you go buy a fucking magic wand and use and it. And use it. I've said this again, like, I don't know how many times people need to receive this message. Or even sometimes, too, like, <laughs> I've, like... Uh, with some guys who are like, you know, not intimidated, but are like skeptical, like, oh, why are we doing this? Like, you know, they're not as powerful, but like cock rings are less intimidating. And so sure, I've used those before as like the the, the gateway drug. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Before you pull out, you know, the Hitachi, like, hey, look at this. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of worked as well for me sometimes. No, I think that's a really good idea. And I think that the idea of being, because penises and nipples and taints and all kinds of places respond well to vibration. And so if somebody uh, wants to try to convince their male partner to try to use some sex toys, bringing out something that is um, targeted towards them first Mm can be a really good way to do it. Another way to do it can be like, hey, I was hearing listening to this podcast and <laughs> they were talking about sex toys. Have you ever thought about trying something like that? That sounds like fun. Or come down to Hamden, go out to dinner, come by the store before or after dinner and wander around. Pick things up, turn things on, which is what we'll tell you to do as soon as you walk <laughs> in the door. And it's a nice shop. And Thank you. We try. (laughs) Um, And, and see what sort of like sparks your interest. And the truth is like, especially if people are feeling like a little weird about it and they walk in, there's a 98% chance that the R folks are going to help you feel a little less weird. Yeah, no, I think the staff is great. And I think that is a a good idea to kind of like go explore and you can totally, or whatever city you're in, even if you're not in Baltimore, but you could totally yeah. plan that as an outing without making it like, <laughs> like this is what we're going to do today. Right. We're going to go to dinner and then we're going to go to the sex toy, the sex store. So you can just do that yeah. kind of casual, like, oh, let's walk around here. But you pick where you're going. <laughs> right. And I think once people start to feel in touch and see how things work, that it becomes less scary, less intimidating. And then it can For be sure. like, oh, this is going to be a ton of fun. Because exactly. I, I think, I don't know if I've actually said it on the podcast, but I believe I might have said it on my blog, like how I even found out about the magic wand. Um, I want to say it was on Twitter, actually. And I think I was following um, one of my favorite porn stars on Twitter. And she was talking like she had like four of them on her Amazon wish list. And I'm like, <laughs> why is this? Why does she need four? And she was like, she likes to travel with one. She keeps one home, blah, 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 blah. And so right. it was, uh, you guys know Chrissy and Sheikha from the podcast. We all were like, okay, we're going to order one. We're going to try them out. <laughs> we're going to see if this really is as amazing as she claims, as we've heard other people say. And oh my God. Like, I was just like, I wasn't prepared for the initial strength. <laughs> I really wasn't. I've always, like, I literally had to, like, turn it off the first time. Like, okay, I can't even finish yet because I just didn't expect <laughs> that. <laughs> that level of intensity. It was just like, whoa. So, yeah, I um, 
I think everyone should have one of those. (laughs) I totally agree. Well, when I first started working in a sex toy store, I first started working at uh, Babeland in New York City. And we were working at a women's music festival. And at the last minute, we decided to like throw in some magic wands, which sounds strange, but there's no electricity at this festival. And it was like a week in the woods. And (laughs) so we were like, who's going to buy these? Well, we sold out of them all in like two days. And the, uh, and I didn't sell any of them. Mm. All of these women were selling them to each other. (laughs) Like a woman would be holding it and another woman would walk by and like, stop, turn around and like say, do you have one of those? No, you have to buy it. And then she would buy it. And I didn't have one. And like, I got home and you can be damn sure the first thing I did when I got back to work was buy myself a magic wand. (laughs) Because I was like... I was like, all of these women cannot be wrong. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know how much more convincing people need to get one of these. And it's and it it really gets you there pretty quick. So you don't have to invest a lot of time. It's not something that I use every right. day. Like I you can't. Like you just I don't think you yeah. can do that every day. But it really well, is and great. I was, yeah. It is great. And I will say, like, all of that said, all of, like, you and I thinking it's great and all these other women thinking it's great, there are some people who just don't like it, and that's fine. Like, if you use the magic wand and you're like, wow, I don't know what the hell they were talking about. That is way too strong or it's not my thing. You're not broken. (laughs) That means it's not your thing. And that's fine. Nothing is for everybody. Yeah, um, that's a good message to say. Everything isn't for everyone. Cause it, I will. It, it did take me like two or three times to like get used to it. Cause it, it really is a lot. Yeah. Um, it is. But I, I do, and it, I was successful in introducing that into um, a sexual relationship with someone who I was with. Um, the first time I pulled it yeah. out, they were like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Just go with me, I promise." And <laughs> it, it was great. So. It can be done. You know, one of the one of the awesome ways to use a magic wand with a partner, as especially if you're having vaginal intercourse doggy style, is to put the magic wand on a pillow and then just lean the receiver is just like leaning up against it. And so then the magic the vibration is actually then transmitted through the body to the person who's penetrating as well. I totally am like shaking my head while she's talking this. <laughs> <laughs> It is a good thing. Oh, that one's good. Um, Is there a sex toy that you would like to invent that has not been invented yet? Oh, my God. Hmm. I'm going to have to think about that and get back to you. Um, cause there's so many so and many. I keep going, there's so many and I'll go to a trade show and I'll be like, Oh my God, why didn't I think about that? Uh, one of the things that there's a couple things that don't exist really well. Uh, something that vibrates that two people with clitorises could grind against, mm. uh, that's like sort of flat. Right. Uh So there's not like a big bulky object between the two would be useful. And the other thing that would be really useful is, and and this, this actually might work 
in the same way. Uh, a lot of trans women who haven't had bottom surgery hmm. need look for ways to jack off that feel that aren't so penis centered because that part of their body may or may not feel uh, a good connection. Mm -hmm. And so by having a, and for some, for some trans women, they are totally love their penises. Like, right. Like don't get me wrong at all. Uh, And, but some other women who are trans don't. And so finding a way to be able to like really celebrate that part of their body that isn't about traditional jacking off and Women find all kinds of ways to do that, but a toy that was specifically designed for that, that's again, like a, a grinding kind of thing would be really lovely. I think you're on to something. <laughs> so this is a new segment that I'm introducing this season on the podcast and it's called The Breakdown. And so what we'll do is I'm going to ask Jack I'm just going to say one word and she's going to have to say the first thing that comes to mind or just one word. All right. So this should be, this should be fun. Okay. The first word is G spot. Squirting. Orgasms. Oh, good times. Good things. Dildos. Vic skin. Lube. Always need more. <laughs> Always need more. It's never enough. Uh, sex, no. <laughs> sex education. Uh, always need more. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I skipped one. Penises. Lovely. And vaginas. Also lovely. <laughs> So um, that is it. This was so fun, Jack. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And I had a blast. Yeah, this is really fun. And before we sign off, can you just tell everyone where they can find the store and where they can find you on social media? Absolutely. You can find the store in Baltimore um, in the Hamden neighborhood. And you can find us online at sugartheshop.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at sugarjack. That's sugar, J-A-C-Q. Got it. So again, thank you so much for coming on. This was great. And I will be sure to put links to all of those sites and the social media in the show notes and on the booniebreakdown.com. So thanks again, Jack. Thank you. Thank you to Jack for doing an informative podcast with me. It was so much fun and learned a lot. Also, thank you to our sponsor, UV by Clean Light Labs. And don't forget to use the code Booney for 20% off. The link is in the show notes. And also, if you're in the Baltimore area, grab your tickets to the Perfect Breakdown Candlelight Yoga Wind Down happening on February 23rd. Link to that is also in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play, or any podcast app that you listen to. Don't forget to leave a review. You might just hear your review on the next episode. Follow us on social media. Share the episode with people you love on your social media and share the episode with people you fucking hate. (laughs) Just get the message out and I appreciate it. Have a dope ass week. Thank you for listening. Until next time.